Thanks for tuning in to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm Katie Chesney, and you're listening to Moving Up the Ladder, a show where we interview experts about how to move up the corporate ladder. And today, it's time to make your next career move within your organization. So internal interviews can be just as challenging as interviewing at a new organization. And today, we're with Amy Gallo, writer and contributing editor at Harvard Business Review. So Amy, what is your experience with internal interviews? Hi, Katie. Thank you. So I've researched and written two articles for Harvard Business Review about internal interviews and spoken to experts, several experts on the topic. The first article I wrote was called How to Conduct an Internal Interview, and that was from the interview's perspective. And the other was called How to Ace an Internal Interview, and that obviously is from the job seeker's viewpoint. And I think that that piece is probably more of interest to the listeners today. Okay. So do a lot of people discount the importance of internal interviews, and why do you think that is? Yes. Unfortunately, on both sides of of the coin here, um, there is a lot of discounting that goes on. Both the internal job candidate and the internal interviewer often dismiss how important the interview is. The reason being is that people assume they already know each other. If you're the interviewer, you assume you uh, you know the candidate, you're familiar with his or her performance, and you don't really have much to learn. That's the assumption. And from the interviewer's perspective, interviewee's perspective, rather, this assumption is, you know, they already know me. They know how I perform. They've seen me work. There's nothing new to tell. So unfortunately, people do approach them often too informally and without enough preparation. The sad part is that's very far from the truth. The internal interview is is incredibly important. In fact, because you know each other, you need to take it more seriously, do more preparation, and be sure you both do the hard work that you uncover new information that helps you both make a good decision about whether you're the right person for this new role inside your organization. All right. And is the process for an internal interview any different than an external interview? Or does it kind of follow the same kind of process of submitting formal application and then going through the interviewing process? It really depends on the organization. Some larger organizations, I spoke to several people for these articles who had gone through internal interviews. And some large organizations do treat it exactly like an external interview. The job is posted, you submit a formal application, you go through several rounds of interviews. In many organizations, though, it's often much more informal. A position will come up, you may hear about it informally, you may tell someone, your boss, the hiring manager that you're interested. You may have a few discussions with HR or with the hiring manager that don't feel like interviews. But the key is, that any conversation you have about a potential role, you need to really treat seriously, whether it's a formal interview or whether you're just sitting in a conference room with someone who you might want to eventually work for. You really need to treat those with the same intention and respect that you would if you were interviewing at a new organization. Now, one of the first things that really comes to mind for me when I think about an internal interview is how to tell my boss. So is it recommended to be upfront with your boss or just to keep it on the down low until you have the position? That is a very good question. And this is something people struggle with, whether it's an internal interview or an external interview, for sure, is how do you let your boss know your intention for your next position? And it, in large part, depends on who your boss is and what your relationship is like. My suggestion and, and the two experts I spoke to for the article, How to Ace an Interview, agree that really honesty is the best policy. So if you feel like your boss will understand, certainly if your boss can be helpful, you should tell her that you want to apply for another job. 
However, in the reality, we all know that not all bosses are going to be helpful or supportive of that move. And if for any reason you think that your boss might stand in your way or might somehow hurt your chances of getting that role, it's best to keep the application to yourself for now. And the way you would do that is to pull a hiring manager aside, explain the situation, and ask that he or she keeps the application in confidence. Now, that's not always possible. So again, you have to think carefully about your position in the organization, your relationship with the boss, and whether applying for this job could really hurt your position. So why do you think a boss might block your chances of getting a position? And you kind of mentioned, um, you know, just speaking with the hiring manager or maybe approaching HR about the issue. Um, is there ever any kind of way where you could approach your boss and be like, listen, this, this is an, uh, an opportunity that I'm really interested in. Can you tell me um, your concerns of me leaving the department? Or, and you really just have like a candid conversation about it. Do you think that would be, you know, an appropriate choice to make, even if you think your boss might not be on the same page as you? That's a great suggestion. And I think that whenever possible, you do want to have candid conversations with your boss. Ideally, all along, you've been having candid conversations about your development, what you're interested in doing next, whether it's inside the organization or outside the organization. And having those sorts of conversations will help set you up when this situation comes along. However, if you're not sure how your boss will react, or you're pretty sure your boss will react negatively, you need to tread lightly. And I think your suggestion of of having a candid conversation is a good one. You could perhaps put out feelers, ask a few questions, see how your boss may respond to, to the idea of you changing departments or taking on a new position. Depending on who, how he or she reacts to that, you could then maybe push a little further or you could decide mm, this is not going in the right direction. And you're right. Unfortunately, some bosses are really out for themselves and they're very concerned about keeping their team intact and making sure they have the resources they need. So even if it's the best thing for you, your boss may block your chances of, of getting the new position. And you need to keep that in mind when you decide whether or not to talk with him or her. Okay. In your research for writing these articles, did you find that, you know, some smaller companies or companies of various sizes had a procedure in place for applying to internal jobs? If so, why is it important for an internal candidate to know what that policy is? Um, is there ever a concern that even if you if you don't tell your manager, the policy is that the hiring manager might tell the existing manager that, hey, this person applied. And what are kind of the you know concerns with doing something like that and not filling your manager in when there's that policy in place that they're going to find out anyway? That's a very good question because you certainly don't want your boss thinking that you're sneaking around behind her back. It will f- reflect badly on her if you're applying for a job that she doesn't know about and could really damage your relationship. You have to keep in mind that you're applying for a job. You haven't gotten the job. So in the event that you don't get it, you will still be working for this boss. And the relationship, that relationship should come first. Mm-hmm. Most companies, you know, some smaller companies, some larger companies do have a procedure in place for applying to internal jobs. And most often, the hiring manager will want to speak to your boss because your boss presumably knows your performance best. So if for some reason you don't want that hiring manager to talk to your boss, you need to really be clear about that. You might want to approach HR. You might want to approach the hiring manager, explain the situation, and then apply carefully. You know, there, as you said, there are some procedures in place where your, bo- your boss will be notified right away. So you just need to be very clear about what's going to happen once you submit your application so that there aren't any unintended consequences. 
All right. And so we've covered a lot about, you know, how to approach the situation and how to apply. Do you think that it's fair to assume that you have an edge over the competition for the position because you are an internal candidate? And if so, why? If not, why? That's a great question. I think, unfortunately, many people do assume I'm an internal candidate. I had definitely have a leg up. And that is a very dangerous assumption, partly because it might result in you not preparing enough for the interview and that you're not taking the competition seriously. The truth is that many times the hiring manager may be looking for something that they can't find internally. They may be looking to bring in a fresh perspective or skills that they believe no one else in the organization has. And a hiring manager may be influenced by what's happened in the past. So if she brought in an internal candidate for an open position and it went horribly, she may be looking for an external one this time around. You just have to remember that this is a competitive process and you should never rest on your laurels assuming that the job is going to be yours. Okay. So we've talked a lot about preparing and doing a lot of research. And you know, whenever I apply for a position, whether that be external or internal, I always try to do a lot of research. So is it acceptable to kind of approach this research in a different way by speaking with people in the department that you want to move to or, you know, perhaps speaking with the hiring manager or the manager for the position about their expectations for the position? Absolutely. This is one place where the internal candidate does have a strong advantage, and that is access to information about the position and what the hiring manager is looking for. And you should take advantage of that. As an internal candidate, you should ask a lot of questions. You can ask about the new job, what are the challenges, what are the performance expectations, and you might be asking that of the hiring manager. You might be going to the person who's currently in the role that's going to be filled. You might talk to HR, and whoever you have access to, you should talk to them and ask as many questions as possible. Without that information, you won't know if you're going to perform well in the interview or make a good decision about whether you're a good fit for the role. So don't Just as you said, when you apply for a job at a new organization, you never rely on the job description alone. You go to the organization's website, you talk to people. The same goes here. Research, research, research. If you can set up a meeting with a hiring manager in advance of the interview, do it. You know, If you can talk to someone on the team who knows what the challenges of the role are, do it. Just be sure you do your homework and, and talk to as many people as possible. Now, one other component that you really can't you really don't have much control over because it's already set in stone because you are an internal candidate, is your reputation. So going into this interview, you know, even if you have a good reputation, um, you know, others may find it hard to see you in a new light and see you doing this new role. Is it possible to reshape that opinion of you? And how would you really go about that when you're, you know, in the interview process? It is possible. And and this is one of the biggest challenges of being an internal candidate is that you have a reputation that precedes you. One of the advantages of being an external candidate is that they have a a clean slate. They can project whatever image or, you know, they can be whoever they they want to be to the the hiring manager. You have a whole history with the organization that, that follows you. And as you said, that might be a good reputation, in which case, congratulations, you should emphasize that as much as possible. But it's also, even with a good reputation, it's possible someone might think you don't have the skills. They may think, oh, well, he's an operations person. He's not, but he's not good in a strategic thinking role. So the first step really is knowing what your reputation is. You may think you're universally liked, but that may not be the case. So you need to do some research. Ask a trusted colleague, a peer, a mentor, someone who will tell you like it is to explain how others see you in the organization. Once you have a very clear picture of how others 
see you, then be prepared to challenge that reputation if need be. You can say in the interview something like, in the past, people have assumed I didn't have strategic thinking skills, but let me tell you that what I've been working on lately. What you don't want to do is be confrontational or defensive. So if you do have a, a negative reputation or there is some sort of blemish in your, in your past, you don't want to insinuate that people don't understand you or that you haven't gotten the right opportunities. You want to be humble and direct about why those things happen and why they won't happen again or what you've been doing that makes up for that blemish in the past. You address a little bit what to do if you have a good reputation and then what, you, what to do if you have a less than stellar reputation. Kind of going into the interview, um, you've, you've done your research, you've addressed your reputation. What should you do if you know the interviewer and how can you kind of keep things from becoming awkward? I think that this is a real challenge. I think what you want to do is really, again, as I, as I said in the beginning, people often treat these interviews as too informal. They assume it's just a conversation between you and a colleague. And really, I think you want to, when you enter the room or even before you get in the interview room, you want to set some ground rules. If you know the interviewer well, you can check in before the meeting and ask how he wants to handle it. You can say, I might be answering some or providing some information that you already know. Is that okay? You really want to sort of establish how will you strike the right balance in your tone. You want to be friendly and informal with someone you know well, but you also need to be fully professional. We've given our listeners a lot of tips for kind of walking themselves through this entire scenario. So what are some of the most common mistakes that a candidate makes and what can they do to not make those mistakes? There are two I I would identify. One we talked about a little earlier, which is presuming that you have the advantage in the situation. Again, you might think I'm an internal candidate. I'm a shoe-in for this job. They know me. They don't want to spend money getting an outside candidate. And that can often set you up to fail because you will not prepare adequately or you will not take it seriously enough. The second mistake is, is connected to that, and that's that failing to provide enough evidence of your ability to do the job. People, again, assume that their reputation speaks for themselves, especially if they've been a high performer. They think, you know, they know how good I am. They'll want me for this position. And it's really your job in this internal interview process to provide the evidence. And the best way to do that is to tell stories. People respond much more strongly to stories than they do to statements. So you want to pick, you know, probably two or three stories that that demonstrate that you have the skills needed for the job, really rehearse those in advance, and then use them to provide the interviewer the evidence he or she needs to understand that you are the best fit for the job. Well, all right, everyone. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have today on Moving Up the Ladder. So thank you for joining us and sharing your experience and expert advice, Amy. We do appreciate it. Thank you, Katie. Now, to find more employment-related shows, head over to ljnradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, send me an email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with LJN Radio, and I'll see you next time.